0: That's how it starts, the fever, the rage, the feeling of powerlessness that turns, good men, cruel.
1: Welcome, I'm Andrew Dice. And I'm Stephen Colbert. And this is Batman v Superman by The Minute, a podcast Rewatching Zack Snyder's Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice one minute at a time and then talking about it we have reached minute 64 of the film we are mid-sentence in what I believe is the first extended scene it's kind of beginning between Bruce and Diana although we don't know who she is yet Bruce was informing Diana that the Sword of Alexander was in fact a fake Dropping truth bombs. Are you ready to enter what I'm going to refer to as Bruce Wayne's dumbest minute? (laughs) Uh, I am ready. You know, I bet with that dress, nine out of ten men will let you get away with anything. But you're the ten. I'm guessing I'm the first. to See through that babe in the woods act. You don't know me, but I've known a few women like you. I can't remember if... At any point in this movie, I was actually like giving Bruce credit to know stuff because we it's weird in a way that like we are also one step ahead of this character because we as the viewer know this is Wonder Woman.
0: Yeah, well, and I always wonder, especially again in this scene. I always go back to wondering, did they intend for us to know, I guess because the casting was announced way ahead of time, so they must have. But it's written as if we're not supposed to know. Totally,
1: yeah. It like keeps a bit of the artistic integrity.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, and it's it's um, and I and we talked about this in the black and white party, right? Um, but she very much comes off as Catwoman, and this I think even extends that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. This is a very Selina Kyle like socialite at a museum kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I guess the only difference here would be she gets to playful, but at this point. She is very, you know, uh, she is very much still the the woman that wanted to get away from Bruce at the right. previous party rather than confronting him. Because after she reveals that she also knows the real sword is hanging above the bed of the Sultan of Hajar, that's just a really good sounding line. I don't know if there's any more depth.
0: <laughs> no, needs to be. Well, I mean, there is not a there is not even a Sultan of Hajar um, that at least not according to wikipedia there are like it's a mountain range in oman but uh like the hajar something or other but it i couldn't i couldn't find any thematic significance
1: right so uh the, i think the the main point here is that diana tries to get away really
0: quickly right away and bruce grabs hold of her arm that is yeah which is a very i always find that kind of jar a jarring moment when he does that like her um, looking at his hand. Well, it's it's very aggressive. Just mm-hmm. like the arm arm grab in general, especially if it's a someone you don't know, when it's a man doing it to a woman, I've always found it to be a very aggressive move. Because like she, I guess she knows who they they've got a little bit of a playful exchange going on, so maybe it's it's not as weird, but it's it's very. Um, it's like a professional uh, arm grab. Yeah, well, I mean, because he's like she's walking away and he's physically stopping her. Not that there is an actual physical struggle going on, but like if she was trying to run away like that, would that's a like not a cool move, Bruce. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The dramatic irony being. Oh, she could throw him across the room. Yeah. (laughs) Her
1: her look at at his hand. It's definitely not like um, Harrison Ford in in Blade Runner. It's not like Deckard levels of uh, making a weird line of like grabbing. But to be fair, she did steal from him. So, like, he's making it clear, like, no, 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 no. Like, we're we're going to have this conversation.
0: Yeah, well, he's acknowledging the, like, tension back and forth that already exists. It's not like this is the first time they've met and they have no no history. Exactly. And he's doing it. But, I don't know, it still comes off as uh, a bit aggressive.
1: This minute is mostly Bruce talking at her, thinking yeah. that... It's, it's interesting, like, I don't really have any sophisticated thoughts, I, I, but I am... Interested in thinking about who Bruce is in this scene. Like, is because he's not Batman.
0: No, but he's but not he's, like, you he, know, well, I think he knows that she knows there's more to He feels free not being as Bruce Wayne, like, right. he's not pretending to be drunk um, because We're both he's like being deceitful. Yeah, because, I mean, he's like, you stole the drive that I was stealing something from Lex, like, from Lex's server. Mm -hmm. Let's not pretend that I'm here as a playboy. Yeah. If we're going to have an exposition minute, this is probably where
1: uh, she explains herself. Mm -hmm. We finally get our answers of, she wasn't really, you know, she certainly wasn't, like, intercepting, you know, like bruce's uh recon into lexus files she basically establishes like i was there to get it too so i just took yours yeah
0: Yeah, exactly like she was may have been just scoping it out to see and then saw him and was like oh i guess that works just fine too
1: yeah there there is a this was cited i remember for some people as like a a weird plot weirdness where images are digital so like it, it, people who interpret her as saying that I thought, you know, Lex had a photo of me yeah, and she wanted to find that out, but that's not even really saying that she wanted to f- steal it back. It's just kind of like, I mean, clearly as we learned later in the movie, she wants to know how much Lex has been looking into her and he's been looking at her quite a great, great amount. And this photo is, I always interpret the photo as part of a larger, her having come to
0: metropolis to find out what lex luthor has on her yeah i don't think she's trying to recover anything from exactly. him exactly she wants to verify wants, yeah what she wants is to know what he knows not necessarily to to take it back
1: yeah unfortunately she she was not successful military grade encryption on the information that was taken which i guess at this point we still like wouldn't know what bruce wanted
0: yeah, well, we think he's still chasing the the white Portuguese.
1: I guess, yeah, which would be um, a... And the military encryption is intriguing, Stephen. That almost suggests that, like, not just anybody should be able to get this information.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's what is something that I think is really cool that this moment in the movie kind of reveals is how... When you talk about this as like a political thriller or or a mystery, it's easy to get lost in like the the capes and the masks and the and 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 all the comic book stuff. But there are these multiple mystery threads going on, and this is one of those moments where they intersect where we start to realize maybe Bruce, Diana, and Lois are all kind of on the same investigation right now, right but none of them has what they need to do it all on their own, right? So she, so she needs Bruce to crack the encryption, but, like, Lois has the connection to Swanwick. Like, every single one of them has a different piece of piece. the puzzle. Yeah. They aren't even necessarily all looking for the same thing, but mm-hmm. they all need each other's info to an extent. It's a really fascinating a, a Gordian knot, if you will.
1: Hey, it's a, it's a different approach, like, to to a kind of shared... I mean, I don't want to say shared universe because we're we're talking about like a literal sequence of movies here. But but right. like it's it's a shared um, just kind of world, I guess, where be because Diana is trying to find a photo that Lex has taken, and she does not know his larger plan at all. She's trying right. to protect herself and then disappear back into obscurity. Lois is is chasing down leads because she sees threads, but even she can't figure out what it's coming from. And then mm-hmm. you have Bruce, who is just doing what Lex wants him to do. Like, he has this information because Lex let him get it. Right. And now, it, it, which only adds to the drama of Diana being like, look, I have no idea what I walked into here because I was just looking for my photo. I am I had intended to give this information to you, it seems, anyway, because, you know, stealing from a thief... Um, yeah, we're, we're left there with at least knowing why she did what she did. And we have our our first, uh, I guess, glimpse into how Bruce operates. Maybe, maybe you know, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and say Bruce is maybe not at his sharpest here.
0: Yeah, it's it's weird because there are a number of moments in the movie where he's obviously kind of off his game a little bit. But I think the mistake he makes with her, he well, he even outright says, "Is it the beginning of the next minute, or is it the end of this? it's at the end of this minute?" I've I know I've known a few women like you. Oh yeah. And so I think in that dress. Yeah, and so what he's doing is just kind of assuming, like, oh yeah, another one of you know he maybe she's not Selena Kyle, but there's a maybe this is suggesting that there is a Selena Kyle in his past. And so he's like, oh, yep, okay. She's she's a uh, beautiful woman who's sh- like schmoozing at a, a social event in a uh, like a striking dress. Um, knows a lot about antiquities. She's a a, a burglar of some kind. She you know, stole my my drive. Um, I'm familiar with with this. You know, there's no hint of her um, having some greater power or. Or a mystery. Like, her his his mystery is what she wants, necessarily, not who she is at this point. And as a result, he really underestimates what she can do.
1: Uh, it's probably worth saying, like, this was probably the, the first time, or the first minute that I had to really finally, not understand, but finally see for myself what, why the uh, relatively unknown Gal Gadot was cast as Diana. Because she is, you know, Ben Affleck is no slouch. Like Ben yeah. Affleck is a certified movie star. And in this scene, he's basically just playing, hey, be really, really charming, um, powerful, and basically just be a movie star in a, you know, like caper movie where the dialogue is like out of the 40s, you know, uh, yeah, with somebody really showing off with their, the dialogue that they're writing. And for the entire scene, even when she's not speaking, she is toe to toe with him. And then when finally she starts giving as good as she's getting, I was like, "Oh yeah, okay this this, this makes total sense." This is a, not only um, who is she going to be as Diana and Wonder Woman, but I totally get why opposite this character, yeah, this is the kind of energy that uh, that Zack Snyder was looking for.
0: Exactly. Well, in the same way that that Diana is able to stand toe to toe with. Uh, with Bruce Godot mm-hmm. really stands toe to toe with Affleck and it's uh, um yeah, like to your point, it's, it's, it's great. Um, and it's also interesting because it sort of introduces this. I, I think it's supposed to be read as sexual tension mm-hmm. um, in the scene, which is interesting because that's not something that really exists with other characters in the movie. Like you have Lois and Clark, but there's not like really this, there's not a tension there because they're, they're already together, but this presents a, like they're both people of mystery. They're both people of high capabilities she doesn't seem to be evil in any way. Like he knows that like, and she gives the drive back to him and there, and there's some kind of flirtatious lines in there. The way he kind of pulls her like back to his front and says, you know, in a dress like that,
1: I bet nine, nine out of 10 men would let like, you get away with anything is like, Whoa. Yeah. Cl- <laughs> clutch your pearls, Bruce. This is yeah. Batman and <laughs> Wonder Woman. Oh my goodness.
0: Yeah, exactly. Which not that that's never happened in Canon before, but it is a, um, I mean, like it's, that's it's happened in like a number of popular stories even, but it's not like the typical pairing. And it's a really, I don't know. It feels like an odd, not odd, like in a bad, bad way, but like not something that I would ever expect them to really do in live action. Like I almost would expect them to do like the Clark and, and Diana in live action before they ever did Batman and Diana.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, and power, power is portrayed differently in, in comics and animation versus live action. Like, it's this felt like a scene of equals. Yeah. And because we don't know her story, it makes her seem, you know, like she's the iceberg compared to we've been walked through Bruce's story, like from the beginning of this movie. So I guess we are as intrigued as he is about who is this woman. Yeah. And there is power to that mystique, but then it becomes wonder woman because she smiles you know and you get the sense that she is um there's warmth to her i mean like there i mean that's one of the things about gal gadot is the warmth that she projects and even in this scene where it, it it's almost amplified because of how serious and stern bruce is that mm-hmm. when she smirks it's like oh she's she's being entertained by this you yeah. Know, like well, she, yeah.
0: especially cause he comes on so strong with the, with the, with the arm grab. And then the, the, like with that dress, I I think nine out of 10 men would let you get away with anything. It's like, he lays it on thick, not just like with the, the charm, but also the like implication of that. He's like in control or the, the one that's in the in power there. Um, like he's almost like trying to intimidate her. He's so close. Literally, he's holding her arm. He's he's taller than her. He's 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 wider than her than, than her. Um, and then that smile that she gives him like totally disarms. It's like perfect for Wonder Woman, right? Because it cuts through. Um, it cuts through that like tension of I'm Batman and I'm like leaning on you, like a knife through butter, like a hot knife through butter. Like it's just. Or not even like that. It's like a like a guitar string, <laughs> like taking wire like wire cutters to a guitar string and just like splits. It's just any any um influence he was like impressing on her is just gone uh, when when she does that. Um, and the it, which makes her the perfect Wonder Woman to me.
1: And we are we're, we're kind of left with that tease, uh, where. <laughs> That another Chris Terrio turn of phrase, uh, what, you're the first, or you're the 10th? No, I'm oh, guessing yeah. I'm the first to see yeah. through that Babe in the Woods act.
0: <laughs> yeah, which is, it's just, it's another one of those those isms that it's a, um like, I didn't need, I always thought that the line was, um like, I'm guessing I'm the first, period, I see through that Babe in the Woods act. But it's actually... Just like he lets the sentence hang, it's almost like an Eminem <laughs> line. <laughs> how he'll like end a sentence like halfway through a bar, and then he'll or like halfway through a sentence at the end of a bar, and then he'll start off with the yeah. with the next one. Um, it's <laughs> like very much the same the same structure there. Oh yeah, um, identical. But it's um, um, I don't know. This is the kind of stuff that Terryo does. That that's that's great because it also adds to the playfulness as well. Yeah, and and um,
1: like they're literally sparring, like yeah. w- with their words in that way. Of uh, it, it, it makes me realize, like, oh man, Bruce should be this charming. Like he, this is a, a tool that he should have. Yeah, or or not like should he? He's a tool that, like in my mind, the the Batman when he's in you know a, a tuxedo at a party speaking to a femme fatale, you know, for lack yeah. of a better term, he should be this you know, this quick. Right. And, well, and that almost slight. feels
0: like an art, like an artistic choice by Affleck, maybe even like Snyder is not really one to give someone directions for how to read a line. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to be more interested in what they bring to it. Um, and so the, like the decision to make that a, a hesitation there, because if you read that line without the pause, it, it makes perfect sense. I'm guessing mm-hmm. I'm the first to see through the babes in the wood act, the babe in yeah. the woods act. Um, But, um, but he throws in that pause, and it's just—I don't know—that's like everything in this in this scene. In yeah. addition to her smile,
1: he had a a woman in bed next to him when we saw him wake up, and I guess at some point we we were going to see. Oh, that's, this is how. Yeah, uh, he's very smoky. He's very yeah. smoky in these interactions, and we we end the minute with him saying, "I've known you know women like you," and she steps away and turns back with a smile. And that is where the minute ends, because yeah. we can appreciate the hilarity in what Bruce has just suggested, and I guess this is the point at which she is done playing. he He's done amusing her. So uh, she's going to kind of put a point on this scene, but that will be in the next minute. Yeah. So until then...
0: Well, the one thing we didn't reference at all was in... Um, at the very beginning of the minute, there's that painting behind her um, that I know we both spent way too much time trying to identify it Yeah. Um, only to, to successfully do so um, and find out it really doesn't mean anything. That was an interesting, interesting process, though. And so I'm just going to tell you the story here. And if it's too long, then you're going to edit it out. But I Great. need to say it because I spent so much time on it. Um, <laughs> but it's a painting in, in, in BVS. And so like the natural thought is, oh, of course this has some deeper meaning behind it. We need, we need to find out what this is before we do the minute because I had identified the, the museum curator from the, the last minute being played by, uh, Graham W.J. Beale from, um, who was the director of the Detroit Institute for Art. I thought, oh, you know what? This should be easy to identify. They shot in Detroit. I bet the reason he's in it is because they're shooting at the Detroit Institute of Art. So I went to their website and, and started looking through and trying to do, they have a, a pretty comprehensive search tool. and I couldn't find it, couldn't find it, couldn't find it until I finally started trying to take virtual tours. Like a bunch of people would post their tour that they did on YouTube. And so I was scrubbing through all these tours and couldn't even find the right architecture to match until I started looking at the lobby and realized the lobby didn't match the Detroit Institute of Art. And I thought, okay, so clearly they just had the Detroit Institute of Art director in this scene, but not because it was there. So then I started looking up filming locations and saw in, in Google I got a result that's um in the in the preview it was like um, oh the party was shot in Detroit at dot 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 and I was like oh cool if I click that link of course it's gonna take me there and you know like that always happens that sentence is nowhere in the article so I had to pull up the page source code in in Chrome and search through there and it turns out that it is there but for some whatever screw up with their you know, the, the syntax on their site it like hid that paragraph or whatever. I know it happens sometimes. Uh, and it's frustrating, um, but I found the sense in there and, and it clarified that actually they shot the scene at the Detroit Public Library. So I went to the Detroit Public Library, found some videos for them on YouTube, and found this shot right here. And I found the painting. I took a screenshot, and in the church, and identified it as uh, a collection of from Edwin Howland uh, Blashfield, and it's music and poetry. It's a couple different things, and it doesn't. Look have any bearing on the movie, but it was just a crazy kind of process to track down. What is interesting is that it is up over a, like a balcony and there is no from what I can see in the images it's like a bridge between the left and the right and you can't stand right in front of it. Like it in that shot. And so they reconstructed something there that's really interesting. you can't tell in the second if the if they actually shot this at the library on location, right in front of that image, they would have been like sitting on a railing in that spot and if they are that like the angles are really hiding kind of what's going on around them but that's my story about the art that doesn't matter
1: well we will wj beal seeing you all for